This is Beat. So, Craig, I know you guys have grown up in the industry. Um, do you think it's had an effect on how you guys maybe have progressed along the years? I think you've had to probably grow up a little bit faster than the rest of us being in the music industry. Um, yeah, I guess so. I mean, like we, I always think back when we started the band, when we were just, you know, like teenagers playing in the shed. Mm. And um, we kind of didn't really, we never really thought about the industry. We just, we just wanted to write songs and play gigs. So... I think when when things started to pick up for us, we kind of we naturally just like were good at adapting to it and kind of were able to take things pretty pretty well, you know. And we obviously we know each other so well, and we're all best friends, so that made it easy kind of growing up in the industry. But yeah, you definitely do have to kind of you know think on your feet a little bit and kind of just roll roll with it and kind of take it as it comes. Yeah, yeah. Now um, I know musicians have had to adapt over the past couple of months it feels like it's been a year at this stage with being in quarantine but how has it been for you guys so how's Dean Matthew Stephen are you guys all quarantining together or are you you separated now or what's the story no we've actually we haven't seen each other in in person now and since this has all kicked in so um we've been we've been isolated away from each other but um we've been you know it's a strange time because we're so used to being together and being in a van driving around playing gigs but um I think it's it's definitely made us kind of think on our feet a little bit more in terms of you know using our social media as a way of interacting and keeping you know keeping people excited about music. So we and we've been having a lot of fun and it's kind of been like a new challenge for us. So that that's definitely like a positive that's come come to us out of all of this it crazy must, stuff that's going on. Yeah, it must feel like you've lost like an arm essentially though because you've been with these guys for so long and you you essentially are doing a lot together. You know. Oh yeah, no. Like it's, it's. I was only thinking about it yesterday. It's so strange because, like, we literally we're either always together or we're not. And this has been the longest time we haven't actually physically been together, and it's it's kind of strange. But yeah, we were we had a tour planned, and we like the first time we've ever kind of had to cancel a tour, and um, so it's going to make it all the more sweeter when we get to finally get back out doing it. Yeah, I was I was saying that uh, to one of the other musicians I was talking to. I think it's it's one of the strangest things because you guys obviously are used to doing the live gigs and you know being out there, but is it is it that bit different for you to get that instant reaction from your friends? You know when you're doing the live thing on Facebook, all of a sudden you can see a thousand people commenting at the same time. Is that a little bit daunting because I think I'd be a little bit nervous. You know when you're on stage, you do your thing, you get off and you maybe, you know, you hear about everything afterwards like way after, but with this, it's like instant. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I think I've, I've done a couple of Instagram lives and stuff. And I remember just thinking to myself, like, oh, my God, what's wrong with me? Like, I'm able to go up on stage and, like, jump around and dance like an idiot in front of people. But <laughs> on my, like, the idea of actually pressing go live on my phone was so daunting. And, like, you know, you're seeing it. I'm, I, I think I'm so used to, we're all so used to people's like physical reaction that it's kind of, yeah, you have to nearly like change the wiring in your brain to kind of understand what you're doing. Mm. It, it's very odd. And obviously your fans are loving it because it's a way of seeing you guys. Um, have you got any uh, reaction from them that has kind of shocked you? I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, so over the course of the whole quarantine, I've obviously haven't had a in the longest time. The longest time I went without a haircut, I've actually kind of unintentionally grown a bit of a Tiger King mullet. Oh! And um, so that's getting like a lot of fans. 
a lot of heat anytime I go live <laughs> on Instagram. Oh, we're all in that same boat. I haven't had a haircut or a hair dye in ages. It's it's oh, I, it's just the way it is. But I'm I'm actually getting used to it now, and I kind of have grown attached to it. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a weird one when hairdressers open again and things go back to normal now yeah. um, tell me about the new single releasing singles in um, this situation it's, it's a little bit different obviously but uh, you've released one anything could happen uh, producer was Nick Hodgson on this one so tell me how, how is it working with four guys and writing song is it like one person who's in charge of the, the writing and one person in charge of you know the music or is it you know a, a, um, a group effort yeah, like I definitely think, you know, for a whole song to make it as an academic song, it, it has to be a group effort. It's never just one person. Um, and yeah, when we started, like we we kind of grew our songwriting as a band in a rehearsal space. And over the years, songs have come very naturally like that. And, and then some of them are a bit of a, you know, they're a slog in the studio. So I think with this single, because we had been so busy on tour, um, studio time actually became more precious than even just rehearsal rooms, you know, like you're, you're sound checking, you don't get time to kind of jam the way we used to. So, um, yeah, get, getting the, these songs that we're kind of, we have ready to release, the kind of, a, it's like a new approach. It was very more like driven by like laptops and, mm. and kind of building up ideas until we finally got the time to kind of say, right, we're going to hit the studio. And um, yeah, this, this song just kind of came out of a, the kind of groove we had and, and it instantly just kind of became one of these songs where we felt like, oh, that, that feels kind of fresh. It feels like something we haven't tried before. Mm. And um, it, it, I think the excitement of that kind of helped the song get written very quickly, you know? Yeah. I feel like this song is very hopeful and it's something we definitely all, you know, need at this time. So tell me a little bit about, say, the message behind the song. Yeah, so it was just one of those kind of songs where, you know, we had a couple of, where you have a few lyrics and um, we, you know, you sit down and have that conversation. What is this song saying? What is it? And um, I think instantly we kind of, we got the, the idea of anything could happen and we we kind of wanted to write a song for anybody who's, you know, ever fallen into feeling like, you know, life is a bit, you know, mundane and mm. they're kind of going around it in circles and they, they can't really get themselves out of it. And we kind of wanted that song to kind of speak to somebody who's ever felt like that it kind of like a, a rallying kind of spirited thing to you know you can do this you can pick yourself up and you know get out there and you know basically life is worth living is the kind of attitude behind us we need this right now we absolutely needed this so I think yeah, yeah. well done on that um, now you, your last album Tales from the Backseat it topped the Irish charts do you feel a little bit of pressure releasing new stuff to kind of keep that momentum going or do you feel like you know we're just going to take it in our stride yeah I, I, I don't um, mostly it's important um, you know you do want to have those kind of accolades and reach the heights of everything you do and like always kind of top what you've done previously but um, I think when we're in the moment and we have music we're just we're focused on just getting it out there as much that um I think personally, I know I, I don't I don't fixate on like numbers or anything. I just want people to enjoy the song. Yeah. So I, I think that that's the easiest way to kind of approach releasing music is to not worry about it so much mm. and um, just you know what happens happens and just enjoy it while it's happening. Yeah, I think having that mentality will definitely allow you the freedom to just enjoy the moment. You know. Yeah, yeah, because it, it's a very we're in a very lucky position to be releasing music 
and with with so much help from all you guys and everything like that. So if you're not enjoying it, that's just not good enough, I don't think. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Now, I know you guys have accomplished a lot over the last few years, but has there been any standout moments? I I personally think when I heard the Rolling Stones handpicked you guys to open up for them, I don't know how I would have taken that, but has there been any moments for you? Yeah, well, I, I definitely think the Rolling Stones one is probably top of the list because... Mm it almost feels like it didn't happen, like it was a dream. Um, just this crazy day in our lives where we played in such a huge venue. Yeah. Um, so that's, and, and we got to meet the Rolling Stones and, and then watch them play. So it was just a very surreal experience. Um, I think also another kind of crazy one for us was uh, touring America for the first time. Yeah. And, you know, I remember I was only reminiscing, I was sent, like chatting to the lads over voice messages and WhatsApp because... I was trying to pinpoint this one day where we stayed in this completely middle of nowhere motel where there was like a water slide in the lobby. And um, I remember that night thinking like, oh my God, we're actually doing this. Like we're actually out there driving around playing to people. Mm. And that's, that, that's our life now. And th- I just remember, yeah, touring America was one of those ones where I was like, wow, like the possibilities of music is just insane, you know. Oh, and all the opportunities it's offering you guys, that's incredible. Like most of us won't get to travel the world. So that's oh, that's on my list anyway. But uh, did you get any yeah. gems from, say, the likes of Mick Jagger? <laughs> did I get any what? Sorry? Any gems, any lessons learned? Did he, did he, you know, take you guys under his wings and offer you any words of wisdom? So we probably met the whole band for um, maybe, I would say, about two minutes. Okay. And um, the one thing I took from it was that um, the, how excited Mick Jagger was to go out and perform. Yeah, like he was—he had more energy than I've ever had. And I remember just kind of thinking, okay, I'm probably not going to get any advice off him, but I can definitely learn from like his attitude before going on. Like he was so so ready to perform to that amount of people. Mm. And um, I think that's important to always remember, no matter what crowd you're playing to. Absolutely. Um, another question for you. So you did touch on it there saying obviously there's going to be more music to be released. Um, are you guys working, uh, like is it ready to go kind of music or is it stuff you're working on? Um, so we are working on and we have music that we were, we were lucky to be in a studio and we have wrapped up a few songs that we'll be, we'll, we'll be planning to release. And then obviously we're, we're still working on songs, building it all up here from home. And the second we can hit a studio, we'll be back in. Okay, so is that what kind of post-lockdown holds for the academic then? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely playing gigs and trying to make more music. Oh, well, we can't wait to see you guys live again. I, I've seen you a couple times now and each time I've had a fantastic, fantastic time. So, oh, long, well, I just want this to be over and then we can all get back <laughs> out there, see you guys on stage again. But yes, definitely gigs on the way as soon as this is all done then, yes? That's, that's the plan, yeah. We have a rescheduled tour in October and we'll be announcing more dates when, when we're able to. Excellent. Craig, thank you so, so much. We're looking forward to seeing you guys again in October. Hopefully all goes to plan and we're loving the new song Anything Could Happen here on Beat 102 103 as well. Thanks a mil. Cheers. Thanks for having me. This is Beat 102.